Hi there, and welcome back to Gem Connection. Today's podcast is about a jewel called the Three Brethren, or the Three Brothers. For 250 years, this jewel was owned by dukes, kings, queens, including Elizabeth I, and one of the richest men who ever lived, Jakob Fugger. To each of them, the jewel meant something unique, totemic. Its owner was potent with real power and wealth. Then, the 1640s, the jewel disappeared without a trace. The Three Brethren Jewel is named for three very large, rectangular-cut red spinel gemstones known at the time as ballast rubies. Keep in mind this is before gemology, and ballast rubies simply meant red gemstone. I'll be talking more about that and the etymology of ballast rubies at the end of the episode. The spinels in the Three Brethren weighed about 70 carats each and matched in color, saturation, and size. They were set in a triangular formation with a large, white, round pearl between each spinel and a pear-shaped fourth pearl dangling at the bottom. In the center of the triangle was a flawless, pyramid-cut blue diamond from India, which is where diamonds were coming from at the time. The diamond weighed about 30 carats and was known as the heart of the Three Brethren. The jewel was commissioned in medieval France by John Valois, Duke of Burgundy, and designed as a shoulder clasp, so it was pretty large. Think of it as being about the size of the palm of your hand. Valois died wearing the jewel in 1419 at the age of 33 when he was brutally murdered at a parlay with his 16-year-old cousin, Charles Valois. Charles was the Dauphin of France and future king. Their dispute stems from dynastic turmoil and is part of the Hundred Years' War over who would rule France. The Three Brethren was passed down to John Valois' grandson, Charles the Bold, who was perceived as the greatest duke in Europe at the time, and with the most powerful army. He traveled to battles with enormously valuable objects, including carpets belonging to Alexander the Great, bronze sculptures, gemstones, including the shield-shaped Sansi diamond, weighing 55.23 carats. And in the Battle of Gransa against the Swiss in 1476, the Three Brethren, Charles the Bold lost the Battle of Gransan. He retreated, leaving his tent to be pillaged. The jewel was then secretly sold in Basel, Switzerland, and in 1505 was recorded in the inventory of Jakob Fugger of Augsburg, Germany. He purchased the jewel as a fungible asset. Fugger was one of the richest men who ever lived. His fortune was worth an estimated $400 billion in today's money. Fugger started working at the age of 12. He went on to become a venture capitalist and monopolistic mining entrepreneur. He loaned money to the rich and royal families of Europe in exchange for mining and trade rights. Specifically, he was mining silver and copper. Fugger had inextricably close financial and social ties with Holy Roman Emperor Maximilian I, who married Charles the Bold's daughter, thus adding the Burgundian dukedom to his realm. Fugger went on to fund the ascension of Charles V, Maximilian's grandson, who became the heir of Europe's most important families. He ruled as King of Spain, Holy Roman Emperor, and Duke of Burgundy. But the three brethren, the Burgundian crown jewel, was never to be his. It did circle around him and his heirs, including his son Philip II. Fugger hoped Charles V would buy it as a family heirloom. But Charles's reign was dominated by wars and expansionism, funded by his conquests in the New World. It's under Charles V's rule we see the end of both the Inca and Aztec civilizations. Fugger died alone in his house at the age of 66. He was in a loveless marriage that resulted in no children. His nephew inherited his fortune and sold the three brethren to King Henry VIII of England. It took two years to close the sale, and the king died at the age of 55 before taking ownership. 
King Henry VIII had two daughters, Mary and Elizabeth, but the only legitimate son and heir was nine-year-old Edward VI, who received the three brethren during his short reign of five years on the throne. He died of tuberculosis in 1553. In the summer of that same year, Edward's half-sister Mary, Mary I, beheaded Edward's chosen successor and became the first queen regnant of England, ruling in her own right, not as the wife to a king. She wanted to repeal their father's Protestant religious edicts. Mary was Henry VIII's oldest child with Catholic Catherine of Aragon, whose parents were Los Reyes Católicos, Isabel and Ferdinand of Spain. Seeking to return the country to the Catholic Church, Mary revived old heresy laws and had several hundred people burned at the stake, earning her the nickname Bloody Mary. In her five-year reign, she became wildly unpopular, even to her husband, who was betrothed to her sight unseen. She married Prince Philip II of Spain after agreeing with her court that a woman shouldn't rule alone. Philip agreed to the arranged marriage because it pacified his father for Henry VIII's annulment from Catherine of Aragon and subsequent break from the Catholic Church so he could marry Anne Boleyn. Catherine was Philip II's great-aunt. Mary was 11 years older than Philip and was absolutely crazy about him, and he was bored with her. He found her homely and unappealing in every way. Over the course of their short marriage, Philip spent an increasing amount of time away from her, first months, then a two-year stint. The three brethren is listed as being delivered to Mary's treasury on September 20th, 1553, but there's no mention of her having any interest in it. She ardently preferred the jewelry given to her by Philip before the marriage, including a large table-cut diamond ring and multi-stone diamond necklace. But Mary's most favored jewel from Philip II, her most favored jewel, was La Peregrina, a large pear-shaped or bell-mouthed pearl weighing about 11 grams. For nearly 400 years, the pearl was constantly changing hands amongst European royalty. Its origin was disputed between Panama and Venezuela, but due to the size of the pearl, it's likely from the Pintada Mazatlanica pearl oyster from Panama, which produced pearls more than twice the size of its pearl oyster cousin, Pintada imbricata of the Caribbean. British actor Richard Burton bought La Peregrina in 1969 for his wife, Elizabeth Taylor, and in 2011 it sold at auction for over $11 million. Mary died in 1558 at the age of 43, and the pearl went back to Philip II. Mary was succeeded by her half-sister, Elizabeth. Elizabeth I was charming and courageous and bold, and she spoke seven languages. Of course, Mary despised her, and throughout much of her tenure as queen, kept Elizabeth locked up. Philip II hoped to marry Elizabeth after Mary's death even flirting with her by giving her a diamond ring after one of Mary's false pregnancies. Immediately after Mary's death, Philip did propose to Elizabeth, and she rejected him. She had no interest in being sidelined by a husband or by the health risks of having children. One of her stepmothers, Jane Seymour, died a few weeks after giving birth to Edward VI. Also, Henry VIII's erratic behavior and beheading of Elizabeth's mother and stepmother, Catherine Howard, are memories that traced a groove in Elizabeth's decision. She decided to do the most stable thing for herself and for the monarchy, which was to choose not to marry. I don't think it's a stretch to call Elizabeth a disruptor and a warrior. The treasury was empty when Elizabeth arrived to the throne. Her father spent it, and she found a way to fill it. 
She laid out a plan for pirating Philip II's Spanish ships returning from the New World, and in her relentless determination to dominate the seas, filled her coffers and ushered England into a golden age. It's during the reign of Elizabeth I that the Three Brethren is seen for the first time in paintings. In fact, Elizabeth must have favored the jewel. She wears it in two portraits, the ermine portrait by William Seeger and in another portrait by an unknown artist. I love these portraits of her and the unrestrained, gaudy, and frothy clothes typical of the era and the elaborate jewelry in court. The Three Brethren is unmistakably masculine, but on a Tudor queen with layers of pearls and lace collars, it looked beautiful and yet powerful. Elizabeth still wears the Three Brethren at her carved tomb effigy in Westminster Abbey. Elizabeth died in 1603 at the age of 69. At the time of her death, she was wearing the checkers ring, a locket ring concealing portraits of her and her mother, Anne Boleyn, beneath rubies and diamonds. Elizabeth named no successor, though she was in negotiation with King James VI of Scotland. He was given the ring as proof of her death and the end of the Tudor line. As a side note, the naming of the ring is a rather recent occurrence. The ring is currently owned by the trustees of Chequers. Uh, Chequers is a 16th century manor, and in 1921, the estate and its contents, including the ring, was left in trust to be used as a residence for British prime ministers. King James VI of Scotland becomes King James I of England, starting the Stuart line, and combining the two thrones for the first time. Elizabeth and James were both descendants of Henry VII, the first Tudor king. In a report dated March 17, 1623, it's recorded that James's crown jeweler removed the diamond, removed the heart of the three brethren from the jewel. He sent his son and heir, Charles, the newly reset three brethren, to entice the Infanta of Spain into marriage and impress her father, King Philip III. But Charles was unsuccessful and in 1625 marries Henrietta Maria, daughter of Queen and then Regent of France, Marie de' Medici. Unfortunately, it's during the reign of Charles I that the story of the jewel ends. To raise money and credit for the English civil wars, provoked by the king against his parliament, he and Henrietta Maria started selling off precious objects belonging to the crown. They believed these items belonged solely to the monarch, which was part of the problem. Whenever Charles was met with opposition from parliament, he simply dissolved it which he did three times before eventually deciding to rule alone, forcing them to raise money by unparliamentary methods, making Charles even more unpopular. Henrietta Maria raised a significant sum at The Hague. A letter dated June 2, 1642 from Amsterdam was read to the House of Commons on June 11th stating that a pearl necklace was brought to Amsterdam and sold there to pay for supplies and munitions. The letter mentions the three brethren and other jewels, stating, quote, but no money got upon them yet, end quote. A similar letter was read that same day to the House of Lords. The following year, Henrietta Maria leaves for the Netherlands again, reportedly with the jewel. She returns to London, but the trail for the three brethren goes cold. One theory is that she sold it to Cardinal Jules Mazarin to pay off debts. Mazarin at that time was working as a diplomat for the Infanta of Spain, the one who rejected Charles's marriage proposal. Mazarin was a great collector of important jewels, mostly diamonds. He owned the shield-shaped Sansi diamond I mentioned earlier. In fact, that famed diamond was owned by Charles the Bold, Jacob Fugger, Elizabeth I, James I, and after Charles I was convicted of treason and beheaded, Henrietta Maria sold the Sansi to a French nobleman, who then sold it to Mazarin. Another theory about the Three Brethren is that it was dismantled and sold for parts. 
Sadly and curiously, the most important jewel of the Middle Ages, nor any of its parts, have been seen again. In early history, gemstones were classified by color, and balas rubies simply meant red gemstones. The word balas may have derived from al-Balik, an early Arabic name for what's now called Badakhshan, a mountainous province between Tajikistan and Afghanistan. Some of the world's largest and most important spinels have come from that area's Kuilal mine in the premier mountains of Tajikistan along the Silk Road. The source was discovered after an earthquake in the 8th century. The name Kuilal means mountain of spinel. Lal is the Persian word for a carmine shade of red, a very deep red. The mine produced only pink, purple, and red spinels, as well as an uncommon gemstone called klonohemite, which is a really beautiful reddish-orange color. Actually, I believe the mine is still open, but not active at the moment. The small spinels from the Kuilal mine are pink and purple, and interestingly, the color intensifies with size. The larger spinels from the mine are more saturated to a deep cherry red, in part due to trace amounts of iron, not chromium, which is the dominant and most common trace element in red spinel. For centuries, red spinel was believed to be ruby. Its color saturation is equal to rubies, and the two gemstones are often found in the same locations. In fact, ruby and spinel weren't gemologically differentiated until the 1800s. It's possible the three brethren spinels came from Kuilal. High-profile spinels from the mine include the Black Prince's Ruby, a 170-carat red spinel, and the Queen of England's Imperial State Crown. Another is the Timur Ruby, named after its Turco-Mongol owner, who stole the gemstone in Delhi in 1398. This spinel, now also in the crown jewels of the UK, weighs just over 350 carats and was once regarded as the world's largest ruby. Much like Charles the Bold carried great gemstones into battle, Timurlane carried this spinel into invasions. The Timur ruby is mounted in a necklace that has never been worn. The whereabouts of the three brethren throughout history is meaningful to its significance. The jewel had an aura of power and authority, illuminating aspects of 15th, 16th, and 17th century history. The nature of the jewel wasn't understood by everyone, representing the disparity of social rank at the time. One of the soldiers who plundered Charles the Bold's tent found the three brethren in a gold box. Thinking it too ostentatious to be real, he tossed it under a wagon and kept the box. He did go back for it and later sold it to a priest for a florin, which was equal to about a week's worth of wages. Thanks for tuning in today. Be well and stay tuned for more episodes of Gem Connection.